0: Hello and welcome to my show, The Thriving Woman. I am your host, Carmel Austin, founder of Carmel's Garden. I will be sharing keys about journeying into wholeness and forming healthy hearts. Tune in to hear amazing stories of people around the world who will uplift and encourage you to be your authentic self. I so look forward to seeing you in there. Hello and welcome to my show, The Thriving Woman. I am your host, Carmel Austin. Today, I have my really good friend, Susan Curtin, with me. We're going to be sharing about some of Susan's passions and dreams and desires and the things that she has so deep in her heart that I've been watching over the last few years come to life. Susan is one of my beautiful sponsors from the Art Hub in Nara, and I've had the privilege recently to be one of her guest creative writing um, coaches. So it's just been such a rich and long friendship. I've known Susan for more than 30 years. So Susan, welcome to my show. Thanks, Carmel. Thanks for having me. It's very exciting. It is very exciting. Yeah. Susan, would you like like to share with the audience um, a little bit about your life and just a little bit of background of um, what you've done and where you're going and where you've come from, where you may live? Mm -hmm. What is on your heart?
1: Oh, okay. Well, I grew up on the north coast of New South Wales, Australia, In um, a beach um, country town, which was wonderful. And I was brought up on camping and nature and loved everything to do with art. My dream as a child was to be an artist, but in those days, that was frowned upon um, when women wanted to be an artist. Excuse me. So it made it very difficult. Um, I was accepted into an art school when I was 16. Um, with my portfolio, but when they found out I was only 16, they said, "No, you've got to do more school before you come down." Um, anyway, I left school. I went into a very busy corporate job um, in a, in the banking industry, where I stayed for 12 years. And when I had my family, I went back to uni when the children were only babies and became a teacher. And at the time, I just wanted to follow my my children through school and be there for them if they needed me. And school hours were perfect for them. So I got into special education, environmental science. Um, I was a a teacher of the deaf, sign language for a number of years and then got into the corporate sector there in child protection. Um, And that's where I retired from. And in my retirement, I've actually returned to the art world where I can now paint full time. And it was something I hid in my other jobs. Um, It's not something I shared with other people. Um, I kept it very private for myself, for my well-being. And now I'm ready to share it with everybody.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, Thank you so much for sharing that. It's very interesting. I've been talking to some friends and some colleagues and some people, actually a lovely lady that I clean for today, and we were talking about how the Queen has passed and how, um, you know, she, she became the Queen in a man's world. And mm. she took on that role and she's been such a great leader for mm-hmm. us as women And something, too, that I've really um, recognised is that it's so true. Women have not had a voice Mm. or a dream, and particularly in art or particularly in the things that are of the creative field, where I know my dad didn't want me to become a mechanic, and then I said to him, well, Dad, I ended up doing computers, which is really mechanics. And. Um, so we all have grown up with roles that are not necessarily Mm -hmm. our God-given gift or our Mm -hmm. God-given and you know we reconnected I think in 2019 I was sharing essential oils with you and then you know I shared with you about I felt God really spoke to me about writing again and you encouraged me in that and um, you know we've come and go gone over the years as friends because really everybody we just live a couple of suburbs away from each other susan lives um i look at the same mountains susan lives closer to that mountain, mm-hmm. and she hasn't got any um houses in front of her to look at that which is absolutely beautiful the campbell warren mountain and you know being an artist too we um love nature creativity mm. love our dogs. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> our, um you know nature and all the things around that so Susan do you want to share with my audience the things that you're doing now that really inspire you with your art mm. and where you're going with that okay yes
1: um a friend approached me about opening an art studio and gallery in Nara and I It was a bit of a dream, but I never saw it as a reality. But I took the plunge and went in and did that. And it has sort of evolved naturally. I had uh, a few ideas about what I wanted to do, but I was letting the community dictate to me what they needed in particular. Um, As a high school English teacher, I was very passionate about writing. Um, as well as my art so I decided to run different art classes for adults and children and the idea behind it all was for it to be a community hub so we encouraged people that came to classes to bring family and friends to sit and chat and have a couple while they painted Um, we now have regular people coming in to hang around and chat and just talk about Um, creative activities and their art. And um, through that as well, we've approached a lot of mental health um, organisations in the area, as well as disability groups. And we're encouraging people that wouldn't normally have access to art or art activities to come and give it a go. And As a result of that, we now have a number of clients coming to us who are on disability um, funding packages. And there have been um, some huge changes in these people. Um, One young man in particular in his 40s has been totally dependent on his parents and carers, to the point where he couldn't go anywhere without holding their belt. And after two lessons, He totally broke free of all those people and now comes into the art studio like a boss and considers it his other home with all his friends. And as a result, he's been able to go on then and go into independent living. And all his carers keep saying to the carer that brings him to art what on earth is going on with this guy what are you doing with him his behavior's changed he's talking more he's happy he's not difficult what is the secret what are you doing and she said all I'm doing is taking him to art classes so that has been such a huge um it's reward. Oh, incredibly rewarding because we want to see people changed through their experience of art and we're trying to get through to people the importance of art on well-being and the mindfulness created through that and we're reaching a lot of people now we have a lot of children coming in with all sorts of um, problems they're coping with day-to-day mental health issues um, disabilities, um, low self-esteem and the number of children coming to us now is growing and growing because they've found purpose, um, they get a lot of encouragement, their skills are improving and we are wanting to develop the next generation of artists and a lot of these children don't have access to the art courses that we provide in this area And we've done little things like put on exhibitions for them in the main gallery, so the Children are the Stars, which has been absolutely wonderful, and we've got another one coming up soon. So we want them to experience what us adult artists experience in real life, and we want that to be the impetus for them to carry on and be encouraged to develop those skills. But one thing that is really important in teaching is to we have to get everyone to go back to play. Hmm. And um, because I've done early childhood too, I'm familiar with the importance of play in early childhood.
0: Yes. And as, yes.
1: So important. And as children grow and we become adults, play becomes a distant memory because we are, encompassed by all these rules and everything has rules attached to it so we we forget how to play Mm -hmm. so we had a lot of people coming initially um, in doubt about whether they should even give it a go because they were saying things like i can't paint um if it's not perfect i won't come back again and we've dispelled all those beliefs that they can't do it through um, the way that we teach, which is through play, exploration and discovery. So we find that um, all our students learn the properties of the materials and learn how to work them together and find their own style through simply playing. And all I do is facilitate that. I just give them the materials. Um, I encourage them. They um, try different things. So there's a lot of risk-taking involved and there's a lot of surprises because people walk away thrilled that they have found their art mojo. It's there. But it's just waiting to burst out. And Absolutely. And the job is to bring it out.
0: Yes, you know, like we all have that creativity in us. Absolutely. Um, like you, Susan, I worked in the childcare industry for 20 years and sitting down reading a book with a child and looking at all the pictures, I do it with my granddaughter now and, you know, when I'll read the words and then I'll ask her questions about the pictures and she tells us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. now she's in kindergarten, she's re- starting to read and write herself but it's playing it's you know what do you want to do today Mm. I want to make many I want to draw I want to make a card and and that time that we give them to be their creative selves and she says Mm. I'm a designer like my mummy well it's so excited (laughs) that this little five-year-old that I've had you know, a privilege to have in my life now for more than three years and her parents say she's a mini me and <laughs> uh, you know, and I sit with her and play with her and create with her and we play with our dog together and and all those things that kids need to develop. And mm. as an adult, they bring that out in us as well, our creativity, our playfulness, our joy. Last night I had him over for dinner and was sitting around playing a game and I was knitting and I was just, my heart was full. Mm. My heart was full because, That's
1: it. you yeah.
0: know, they're having fun playing this game that Wayne got for, um, his birthday and here we are as a family sitting around the table playing the game and after dinner my granddaughter loves to play games so you know we we need to encourage that in the children but there's mm. so many adults Susan and you would relate to this mm. like you said where we um, don't haven't allowed that part of our lives to come forward so Susan what is it that it's doing for you not about your students, Ooh,
1: what it's doing for me. Um, when I left work, um, I left um, a very disturbing job. It was very rewarding. I loved it, but it was very emotional in child protection. And I felt that um, when I came away from that, I needed to be uplifted. I needed to be healed. And I needed to find a place where I could rest my mind and find something that would take me away from those memories. Um, And I knew art was the answer, but I had to overcome a few hurdles being very depressed about some terrible issues that I'd been through in my job with children. And I had to make that step into the art world and commit myself to that in order to improve my mental health and well-being and it saved me it absolutely saved me
0: and it's interesting Susan because i know when i first introduced you to essential oils i'd come over and visit you and we were doing a little bit of art therapy together because I was going through a really hard time when I had to put my dog, socks, a uh, Bentley to sleep. Yes, you were there making, Bentley. yeah, you were there making up your little bottles of mm-hmm. oils, and you know, and I think uh, for me, and I believe it's for you as well. Um, healing is a journey, and as we have used our oils, which are God's gift to us to lift our vibration to help us with our um, process of things and then as we go back to our art and go back to the foundation of that which I know you mm. many times with me helping me write my letters about um, Bentley and the pain that I was in and we would mm. just sit and do a bit of art together do a bit of processing mm. together Use our oils, chat live. And that was so healing for me. And here I am looking, you know, yeah. three, four years later, and we're both really starting to thrive in our gifts and encouraging each other and uplifting each other, supporting each other, praying for each mm. other, and seeing all those things for me that I sort of dreamed about coming to pass, particularly, you know, as we, um, did that. I remember when I walked in the shop just after um I became a number one international best-selling author. Mm. My book. And what was the first thing you said to me, Susan? Do you remember? Oh. How did you get there so quick?
1: <laughs> That's it. I did too
0: because it just
1: knocked me out. I couldn't believe it. But you know what it is? Once we worked on healing ourselves, we could work on those important things that we could give to others. Yes. And um, that's a really important step yes. in what we've done. Yes. Um, but, you know, the problem is too, and you and I have both discovered this as women, we are so committed to family, um, spouses, partners, friends, Um Everyone around us, we're giving so much, we forget about us. Absolutely. And I have a lot of women coming in feeling very, very guilty about taking time out of their day to do art. And I used to feel guilty about it too. When the children were little and I used to paint at home, I would feel guilty. So I'd do it at night. And because I have a very addictive personality, my problem was if I started to paint, I couldn't stop. So the kids were in bed, my husband was in bed, and sometimes I'd paint all night and i go, I just can't do this. It's all or nothing with me. And I had a job and I went, right, I've got to do my job, but there will be a time Down the road, where I can come back to this and give my all to it. Um, Because I just felt too guilty painting while the children were little, and I had to come back to it. And interesting today, I went to a business, women in business meeting today, and there were over 100 women there. And one of the key issues was all of us. Coming to the realisation that we have always put ourselves last for others. And by stepping into the business world, all of us now have to find a time for self-care. You know, we've stepped over those hurdles. We've gone into business, but there's still more we have to do for ourselves. And we can't neglect ourselves or we neglect our business and everyone around us.
0: Well, Susan, I've seen that advertised interestingly enough because we both live in the same area, as you know. And I thought, isn't that interesting? They're talking about what The Thriving mm. Woman is all about. It's all Absolutely. about self-care. It's all about putting yourself mm. first, filling up your cup first. It's about being unashamed of unashamed i can't say that word
1: unashamedly yeah
0: um looking after you first so that you have something to give out it's about helping women um thrive in the season of their life and being mm. okay with that and it's interesting how you've talked about the layers and I know when I first met you and you know we were talking oils and you were helping me and I was helping you as well and I know Susan I've seen you grow at rapid rates as well as much as you probably see me grow at rapid absolutely rates. And, Yes, you know and when you offered for me in 2019 to help and you started me back writing then COVID and I just knew you were busy and you're on another place and that's when you know nearly two years ago now I made a decision to spend the money on myself to invest in myself my business because I've had my business Carmel's Garden for many years I think that You know, in 2010, 2011. And then five, six years ago, I pivoted into self care and all the things around that with my oils, with my well being. And now, you know, being a wholeness life coach. And then always had that dream in my heart to be an author. And Nia, now I remember that day too. You were talking to me when I came in and you expressed to me that you, um, you know, you want to do a, a, a book, and we've mm. discussed that. We've discussed about doing a local artist book, and I'm doing an international artist book, which is going to be launched soon. And I know you're interested in, you know, doing that as well. And as I'm growing mm. and learning, I'm watching, you know, you grow and blossom mm. well. And you know, it's just a privilege to be able, and it's interesting that you say that, that there's so many women who are taking up business, but they're realizing they've really got to put things aside in their lives. Mm. And I discovered for myself it was like, well, I'm spending all these hours on somebody else's vision or commitment, but I'm not doing what I want to do. I want to exactly the artist, the the writer, the the speaker, the you know. And when this opportunity for me came up, it was the eleventh hour, and mm. I just feel God speaks to me in the eleventh hour, and I just felt He said, you know, do this. And then even with now my TV and podcast show, it's just stepped out in faith that you know. I think as a young girl, I was believed I was born for the stage. <laughs> Yeah, what? well, you were, Carmel, you were, and you know what's was interesting today. Had you been there,
1: it would have been like, just like your book, because it was all about as women how to say no, how to give time to yourself first. Because if you don't put yourself first, you don't have the, the mental capacity and the well being, and the drive to do everything you have to do for <laughs> your business for others exactly Um, and I've got to say I've got to admit I'm not very good at that as you know
0: I know that Susan we're as you know (laughs) for a few years now haven't we we have we have and you know I think in the process we're both growing I'm growing into the wholeness coach and the you know the gift that I have and I know that you know we slip back and we go forward but it's interesting because, like I said, I could have went to that. But, you mm. know, I only seen it at the last minute and I thought, oh, she's talking on my subject. So maybe she, she was. Yeah, why don't we do the International Day next year. You know, we could be running yeah. something and talking about it and promoting my, our books, you know, my yeah. books, our books. <clears throat> That we're doing because the reality is like you said if we're not doing the self-care and sometimes I think it's good for you to hear it from another place other than just someone that you've known for a long time even though I know you've grown in so many ways. Oh
1: and you've helped me so much because you're like the Jiminy Cricket on my shoulder you know my conscience just poking me every now and then to let me know I've got to do it. And I need that. You know I need that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And look, and I need to, mm. you know, be creative and take up my dreams. And, and you know, I thrive in helping women with that. But mm. I always like it when it's a person who's willing to take the steps, who's willing to change. Like you've, like, been, you embraced um, my my things that I've done with so much blessing as well and you know you're having me come to your birthday and sharing um, my story and doing that as well with the shop and you know when I said I'm looking for sponsors you were the first one that said I'd love to do that you know and and yeah. so as we come together and we unite together and we encourage each other it's very easy Susan to be able mm. to just remind you with the things that you know as your friend as your you know coach at times being your mentor you know I know Mm. we've lost my table and we've held hands and God's ministered into you and ministered into me and it's been an absolute privilege to do that you know and and just I know there's so much more that's ahead and we both have to walk our own paths but we, we seem to be engaging more and more. I remember when we first talked, we talked about doing retreats and oil mm. women and and people and, you know, and your heart that what you have with the Art Hub, it's come to life. And you put yeah. hard hours and a hard work in that. Oh, yes.
1: Yes, I, I certainly have. And it's growing more and more. It's growing so much. I can't keep up with it. Um, Thank goodness I have a wonderful studio manager now in Karen. She's brilliant. Oh, she is like a mini me, which is who I needed there to do this. And she looks after me too. She looks after my self-care by ensuring that I leave at a certain time, that I'm given space to breathe in between all these classes because many of them go for, three and four hours and I'm talking for that length of time and sometimes I just need to walk away and be quiet and she knows when I need that um, because I'm really overwhelmed by how popular everything has become and I can't keep up with it Mm -hmm. so I need Karen there to help me with that so it's being willing to delegate, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been very happy to delegate to Karen and trust that she'll do a great job. And she does. She does. So that is, yeah, it's she really
0: I just think Karen is an absolute asset to your business, to your life. Yes. Um, I love the way that her and I chat about, you know, what we're doing next. I love the way that she sees, you know, in me the things that I can help do as well. Yes. And so she just she just has that, you know, that capacity and she is. She's an absolute mm. and I see that.
1: Oh, she's a gem.
0: Oh yeah. She, Yes, she's an absolute gem. And I and I see, you know, you need that. You need those people around you mm. to help you, you see. And look, I'm the same, Susan. I've just taken on a publisher with my international book. And you know, we're meeting once a week and coming up with um everything with that. And that's a big thing for me. And even with my shows, trusting, you know, these team of people in America. I've always done everything on my own, the same as you, and we burn out.
1: Oh, we do. And we've got to learn to take the help that's around us because that's part of self-care. So I'm doing it one step at a time. Being able to hand so much over to Karen has been wonderful. And I take her advice because she's a wise woman. If she says you need to go now, you don't look well. Um because as you know i've been having health issues and have to cut down my hours, she makes sure I get out of there and I have another friend, Kate, who comes in to the back door and makes sure makes sure I go out the back door so i'm gone she comes to town and makes sure i'm gone at a certain time, and so I'm really really blessed to have people like that around me who are looking after my health yeah um and yeah i'm just so blessed i really am um i've just got to do a little bit more myself now in self-care and i'm getting there bit by bit but i'm happy for you to keep prodding me so keep doing that
0: you (laughs) know and it's all a learning process isn't it where with me too you know i Mm. want to jump in and help you and it's like well no i can do some things with you but i'm so busy running my my business my life and i know you Mm. know you've offered to make space for me to do some teaching regularly when the time is right there as well and it's a privilege that i've been invited um to do the uh creative writing um workshop and talk about that Mm. all day and you know slowly by slowly as we come together as women in business and we 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 unite um in our community and you know with women around the world those dreams come to pass and Mm. I know you know you um want to see like me the local book come alive and you've asked me to do that which I am actually you know doing those steps and and um doing the international book as well which I know you're really keen to do that as well so you know we're all busy But it's good to be able to come together and encourage each other like we are here Mm. and unite. But, Susan, what's the one thing after what you've heard today, what we're talking about now, what, you know, your last 12 months has been like, that you really feel that you need to keep on taking away and moving forward with that you want to share with my audience?
1: I think the... the One big thing is um, the self-care because if I don't look after that, I can't look after anybody and I can't give them my best. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking back at a time when I was into self-care when I was working and I had that balance there, which I don't now. And um, when I had that balance, I was going swimming every morning, which was really important. Um, And I haven't made time for that. And I really feel it because when I'm swimming regularly and I'm getting that exercise, I love doing laps, you know, lap after lap after lap. And some people find that boring. But again, for me, that repetition is mindfulness. So I'm missing out on an hour, hour and a half of mindfulness every morning. And that sets my day up. So if I don't do that, I'm going into my day really stressed. Um, I haven't done anything to calm down. And so I've realized the importance of that. So my next goal is to get back to to exercise because then I can stay, say I'm a step closer to improving self-care.
0: Absolutely. The last few months. I've gone back to the gym, I'm exercising at home, I'm eating better again, I'm looking after me again. Because for the first 12 months or so when I launched Becoming a Wholeness Coach, you do, you get so caught up in that. Yes. But I think when you know the steps and you get back to them, Mm -hmm. I'm easily now getting back into that. And I'm feeling better about that. And I know that when I thrive and I'm good, then the women follow yeah. you're like what are you doing I remember when I met you in Woolworths and you went mm. well what are you doing yes How remember do you that you're yeah. like her again you know where yes. I've got that balance I'm looking after me I'm feeling happy I'm feeling relaxed I'm you know I've got mm. lots of things going on you know as well but I know that when I do those things, then I can help lead my audience, my my people Mm. that I'm coaching with, the people that I'm sharing with. So thank you, Susan. Our Mm. time is wrapping up now, and it's just been an absolute pleasure, one, to bring you on my show, two, to let you – my viewers see uh, my lovely sponsor as well as my lovely friend that you know we've been partnering together in life and business and encouragement with our art me, you know be me being an artist and who loves to do so many different forms of art with my cooking my oils Um, my quilting, sewing, sewing, my creativity, my garden, Carmel means garden, you know, my business Carmel's garden. There's so many things and you have so many layers of you as well. So I just, you know, really want to finish off speaking to everybody that it's so important that we do need to do our self-care and I will continue to be your little friend that poached too many crickets <laughs> cricket to encourage yeah. you come on you know what to do when you do that you know you're feeling better you you you're thriving in that season and you know I think it now that you're feeling like things are more in place with your work and like me I'm giving my jobs over to other people that I'm getting to know and trust like my um editor it's like She's my angel with wings on. So I get that with you, with Karen. And so, you know, we've both been in the background growing in our things, you know, that we're doing. And we do still need to get out and walk and do the things, you know, that we love. So, you know, um, I'm sure Susan and I will be on here again. I know there's some of her students that I want to interview As time goes by I know there's some of her teachers who are interested as well and want to be part of our books that we're doing so there's so many exciting things that Susan and I are doing together and as um I grow, she grows, as she grows, I grow. And as business women here in the Shell Haven, we're here encouraging everyone. So thank you everyone again for um listening in or watching my show, The Thriving Woman. It's an absolute privilege to have had Susan on with us today. And I would say to you all, have a wonderful week and I'll see you next Tuesday. God bless you all. Thanks, Carly.
1: Love you.